Welcome to this week's episode of the Carlson Cards Podcast, where my name is Austin, I will be your host. Each week we interview a new collector and focus on their cards, their collecting journey, and any lessons that we can all take away. Today's guest is incredible. He's not only an awesome person, but he has one of the most incredible collecting journeys and current collections that I've ever seen. Caleb does things his own way. He's always just bought cards that he likes. He likes the look of, or he thinks the price makes sense. He doesn't care what others think. Fast forward 10 years later, and Caleb has accrued one of the most incredible Tom Brady collections that probably is out there to begin with. The best part about this interview and what I really liked is that Caleb is such a humble dude. He gives so many tips on how to learn about different sets, interact with others, and really how he's grown a collection by getting to know other collectors and learning from them. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. We touch on a ton of cards and let's kick it over to the conversation. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 15 of the Carlson Cards podcast. Very, very fun episode ahead, I can already tell. Um, we have on Caleb at Power Wheels on Instagram with threes for ease in that name. And I wanted to get Caleb on here because I know him as the totally certified guy, but I've also over the last couple months, really as I've talked to Caleb more and got to meet him at the National, realized just how crazy and ridiculous his collection is. <laughs> so I'm really excited to talk, you know, his Mount Rushmore. We're going to talk a ton of cards. I asked him for picks and he supplied a ton. So we're going to talk about a lot of cards. Just really looking forward to this one. So Caleb, how are you doing? Doing good, man. Been looking forward to doing this uh, all day. So excited and, and you, about it. You had mentioned today was your first day of teaching for the year. So yeah. is this a nice way to end the night? Would you say it's a good it way is, to end It is. It is. It's a way to like deflate from all the intensity today. So <laughs> that's awesome. That's perfect. Uh, so Caleb, I was wondering if we could dive right in and get started. You, you gave me a photo, actually. This was of the first pack you ever opened. So I'd love to use this as kind of a way to segue into right away. For those who don't know you, if you could touch on like your collecting journey by your own estimation, kind of like a where did you start? Where are you now? And where the heck do you want to go? I'd love to hear that if you could just run with it here. Absolutely, man. Um, yeah, I, I, this is identical to the first pack I bought uh, when I was a kid. I was a, It was 1996, as you can see, and I was probably about like nine or 10 years old at the time. And uh, I was in a in a Walmart and uh, <clears throat> I was with my dad and they had these packs by the candy, by the checkout. And I loved Brett Favre. Like he, I just admired him immensely back then. And uh, I saw this pack and it had, you could see the Brett Favre card right on the front. And I was like, oh man, and my dad liked Brett Favre too. So he, and you know, he, we both graduated from Southern Miss and that's where Brett went. So, you know, my dad was a fan too. And uh, my dad was like, well, let's get it. And uh, I bought the pack. My dad bought the pack for me. It was like 97 cents. And uh, I remember some of the cards that were in the pack. I remember I had a Cordell Stewart base. I remember I had a Keyson Johnson rookie card. And then this far, that was the reason why we got it. And uh, <clears throat> so well, as I got older, I was like, you know, it'd be really cool since you know what cards on the front to, to get a pack like I had when I was a kid. So I was, a I was able to find an unopened pack with a bread on the front. And I just kind of keep it for nostalgic memories. That's yeah, so cool. That. And this, so this is upper deck 96. Is this, what's the so name of a pack choice, like yeah. this? Is it just like a pack or is there a certain name for one like this? Up, upper deck collector's choice. And uh, they, they put this little kind of one insert in each pack where it had the, uh, the, the cut above insert that you see. There it was a little 10 card set, had Marino in it, Troy Aikman, Jerry Rice. And uh, you know, of course the Brett Favre. So a cut above, is that the one with the, the saw? Do you know what I'm talking about? It looks like a saw. Oh right? no, no. Those are, those are much more valuable. <laughs> Not the but, same uh, thing. <laughs> no, not the same thing. Not as a matter of fact, sometimes when you when you search these, you might some of these might show up when you search that. But um, but anyways, I, I got that pack and I remember shortly after that getting a little some some card pages and putting my, my cards in the pages and uh I was just in love with it, man. But I, I never had like a big, you know, budget to buy like big expensive cards in. So I was always buying like ninety seven cent packs of collector's choice, maybe every time I went to the store, maybe every other time I'd get a pack. That was kind of it. So no, no big cards, but um, I also had an uncle, uh, my mom's brother, and he was really into collecting, collecting Hot Wheels, collecting sports cards, and um, he was disabled, so he would spend a lot of time at the at the flea markets trying to make a little extra buck. And um, man, he he would buy like five row, uh, thousand five row thousand count boxes, you know, five thousand cards in a box. He'd buy. I'm not kidding, man. He would have stacks of these cards to the ceiling in his house like multiple stacks he had so many cards 
And uh, he would, I loved it when I was a kid. He, when I'd go visit him, he'd say, here, take a, take a couple boxes with you, go home, take out what you want and then give me the rest and I'll sell them at the flea market, you know? And uh, so that kind of kept me going as a kid. It let me get a little bit more cards than I would have gotten from the, the money I was going to buy them with. And, uh, you know, I collected in high school. And when I got in college, like a lot of people, you know, they kind of didn't buy as many. No, but I did buy a few cards, you know, if I happened to be in a card shop or something like that um, back then. But um, when I began working as a, as, a, as a teacher and I had an actual paycheck coming in, there were so many cards I remembered that I wanted. And this is a story you hear from everyone. This is the, the cards that I wanted when I was a kid, but couldn't buy them. And um, the first card I bought on my first paycheck was a Pistol Pete rookie card, actually. A PSA 6.5. It was like 200 bucks, And uh, I had to have it, man. Pistol Pete was like my one of my heroes when I was a kid. You know? So, and then uh, I, you know, kept buying, kept collecting. And then one day I was like, you know, I was looking back at like how much my cards were worth. And a lot of them really weren't worth anything. Like not the ones that I bought when I was in like college or high school. And uh, I was like, man, I was like, I like this hobby. This is fun. But a lot of these cards are worth less than when I bought them. And uh, <clears throat> it was things just kind of lined up. I um, I kind of I, I saw a Tom Brady documentary about him, you know, being one of the last guys picked and how he. He uh, was the backup quarterback on his freshman team in high school. He was like a seventh string guy, had to work his way up in Michigan. And, um, you know, and I heard his story and I just, I loved it. it like it, it really resonated with me. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm an underdog guy. And a lot of times people, when you mention like an underdog and you, and you say Tom Brady, they say, you know, he's not an underdog. Like he won seven Super Bowls. Well, that's, that's how the story ends with an underdog. You know, they're the guy that everyone doubted. No one, he's back up on the freshman team. Seventh string in college until he worked his way up. Um, he almost didn't get drafted, you know, and then a guy gets hurt, Drew Bledsoe, and Brady gets a shot, and he, the rest is history. He wins seven Super Bowls. That's an underdog, you know. And even when he played, they're like, oh, he's falling off the cliff. They said that after he won three Super Bowls, and he ends up winning four more. I remember Max Kellerman saying that all the time. And, uh, you know, so anyways, so I kind of like, around that time, I kind of like started picking up his stuff, and I picked up a big one. Um, I don't know if you want to use that to transition into the, yeah, I'll go for it into the Mount Rushmore. So these oh, are the honor, do... honorable okay. mentions first. You good with that? Yeah. Or do you want to touch that's on fine. the Mount Rushmore first? We can. Yeah. And I, and I started, like I said, I started, uh, you know, picking up, picking up Brady cards and, uh, and I've, and I felt like that I wasn't really going to lose my money on, on Brady. Like I was picking up players like Donovan McNabb, you know, just star players in the moment, you know, Chad Johnson, those kinds of guys. And uh, so I felt comfortable, more comfortable continuing the hobby, purchasing a player that was, um, yeah, more of like a goat style player. So, anyways. So when I see your, I see four cards in front of me. I pulled up. These are the honorable mentions you gave me. This is like a Carlson Cards podcast first. So we're going to start with the, the Mount yeah. Rushmore because you have so many awesome cards, which is amazing. Thank so you. I'd love to tie here to your Brady. You talked about Brady. I see three cards in front of me that are awesome. Right away, did you know the kind of cards you wanted to go for? Or did you kind of have to trial and error before you realized the kind of cards you liked? I, I really kind of knew what I liked. I liked shiny stuff. I'm not a big autograph guy. Mm -hmm. um, the fading of them just really concerns me. But um, and, and I know if you can protect them, keep them you know, in the dark and stuff. But I, don't, I like to look at my cards too much. But um, I, I like shiny cards. I always liked refractors. Like I said, when I was a kid, I had a low budget, and I would literally go buy no-name refractors at the at the card shop because that's all I could afford, and uh, just no-name players. I liked them because they were shiny. So when I got into Brady, that's, that's just kind of what I was drawn to was, were the shiny cards, refractors, and things like that. That's awesome. Could you then step through these honorable mentions with the first card here? And just like a reminder, the only thing I'll ask is if you could describe what the card is. So if anyone's not watching on YouTube and they're on the you know podcast apps, they understand what they're looking at here too. Absolutely. Absolutely. The first card you see is a, is a 2015 flawless uh, Tom Brady dual patch. Uh, it's a one of one. Oh. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's BGS 9.5. Um, really awesome card. What's cool about this card is, um, is that it, if you look at the patches, they're actually from a white throwback jersey. And Brady wore throwback jerseys in multiple games, but he only wore a white throwback jersey in one game. Wow. And that was in 2009 against the Broncos. That was a long time ago, and that, that's because that's a you know 2015 card, you know, six-year gap. But um, what's, what's cool about it, too, is 
they have different parallels of that card. Like there's a, I guess you would call it the silver version where it's numbered to 20. And there's like a gold version numbered to 10. There's a green version numbered to five. And then you have the one of one. When you look at the parallels numbered to 20, they actually use red, white, and blue patches from a, a standard Patriots uniform. And I thought that was a nice touch by Flawless to put like, not just like they, 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 it's a rare parallel, but they also put patches from a more rare jersey that he literally only won, wore once in his career. And uh, th- thought that was pretty special. That's so awesome. Did you seek this one out or you saw it at an auction where like, I got to have it? Like, how'd you find this one? Man, I, I actually saw it on eBay and the, the price, it was buy it now or best offer and it was marked really high. And it'd been there a little minute and I just sent the guy a low offer, not really expecting anything. And he came way down. Like he cut his price in half. And I was like, man, I wasn't planning. I'm thinking to myself, I'm not planning on buying this card, but I think he's going to lower the price some more. So I countered again and he brought it down a lot, a little bit more. And uh, next thing I knew, I bought the card. Like, it was just too cheap. I'm like one of one, flawless, game use, special patches, 9.5 grade. And uh, I just couldn't pass it up. And I was really just kind of playing around. And uh, I have found that that works too sometimes, you know. I was going to say, I think we've all been there. And if you haven't, you got to try it. Some people take offense to it, right? I yeah, mean, they do. not everyone wants it. <laughs> I, I personally set a minimum offer on. So I don't, you know, I don't have to respond to offers that I don't want to take. But I feel like you never know what kind of offer that is going to actually, you don't know what the situation of the guy on the other side is. Maybe he'll take a low offer. Absolutely. That's that's awesome. I'd recommend that to anybody. So second card here, I vividly know about, and I feel like I remember you posting about this one a bit ago, and you kind of have a unique perspective on when and why you picked this one up right, if I remember right. So could you tell me about this card and maybe talk about this one a little more? Uh, yeah, this is a this is a 2002 uh, Bowman Chrome Gold Refractor of Tom Brady. I believe it's the the you know everybody says it's the first gold refractor. He does have the finest gold from 02, and uh, yeah, I think those were the two from that year. So you could argue like which one came out first, but that was the first year. We can all agree on that. It's the first year of a Brady Gold Refractor, and um, I like it. I think it's an important card. You know, uh, Bowman Chrome was the only brand that made a refractor rookie card of them. So this was like, I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of tie b- between the two cards if you look at it. Um, Cause you know, that was a, a rookie product for him. Um, yeah, it's the gold refractor. You know, I bought it, a, I bought it a while back, um, got it pretty cheap. It was during the pandemic. And uh, I remember um, it just sitting on eBay for a while. And I was looking at LeBron Bowman Chrome gold refractors and they're selling like 13,000, 16,000, 15,000. And I'm just scratching my head. I don't even know a LeBron card, by the way. But I was, <laughs> but I was looking because I do kind of compare their markets. I'm like, well, what is he? Are his cards doing? Let me see what the goat in football would do. Not, I'm, I, for me, by the way, Jordan's the goat. But the the current like star of the league, you know, like what can kind of compare their cards? But um, they were just selling for so much the LeBron ones, and I was like, this Brady was like fifteen hundred dollars. I was like, that does not make sense, and. Uh, so I just, I told my wife, I was like, I have to buy this card, you know, and uh, she understood and I, and I bought it. <laughs> I'm so jealous of that story because I came around to this same logic, but like probably two years after you. Mm-hmm. And like, I, when I remember like, again, when you, when I saw you post this, I was like, that logic was so dang good. Cause like you said, it's the, I don't know. I, I can't think of another player where Bowman Chrome is the direct, like, uh, what do you call it? Like lineage, right? Like for Brady, yeah. that is the card. So when you're looking at a second year card, if you're not gonna be able to buy the, you know, rookie refractor, mm-hmm. it's crazy to me that the gold second year here basically is, is that cheap. That's just awesome. <laughs> and yeah. I love the fact that you just trust your gut too, because obviously it paid off. I know this card's very, very, very tough to find nowadays. Absolutely, man. Thank you. So third card on here, I, I've seen you post um, a few, I think, from this set, but this one I'm actually not super familiar about. Is this the first year that this parallel happened? Could you tell me about this card a little bit? This this is just a beautiful card, man. And I, I wish everyone could see one of these in person. The problem is they're so darn rare that it, it's going to be hard for someone to come across one to see in person. If you see one in a showcase, man, it's, it'd be worth your time to, to stop, ask the deal, can I take a look at that? Because they have that gold, that, that mojo, um, the pattern they call it that the one that it's the same pattern they use in flare showcase in the nineties. And, um, 
and it's beautiful. There's just so much color on the card. And um, with that design, it, it's just, it's bright. It's colorful. It's a beautiful card. So and, this uh, is the stained glass, right? What year is this? this I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. 2018. It's the second year stained glass. Okay, and, here. and it's my favorite out of the out of the two, the 2017 and the 2018. Those are the only two years that had a gold parallel oh, and, a, okay. and a black finite parallel. But um, that's that's what I, I know for myself and probably many Tom Brady collectors would agree. Those are kind of the two years of stained glass that people really focus on, the 2017, 2018. Um, it's really interesting they didn't continue with it. I feel like I've like I've I've seen like the kaboom I remember I don't know if it's just football or basketball but like they also had a gold really early and then never did a gold again which makes these I think way more collectible. Absolutely, and you know it, it's it's like a double edged sword. It's like you kind of wish they would do it again, but at the yeah. same time, that's part of what makes it so special. And I've found like many of the cards, especially ones you're going to see on my Rushmore, they were they were pretty cards, and they just they made them that once or twice, and and they stopped. And uh, to me, that's part of what makes them so cool. So out of the three of these, again, I kind of asked this with, with the patch, but were, were the other two as well kind of examples where you just happened to see a cool card, you did a little more research, and then you were like, oh, this price point just makes way too much sense. I don't, you like, I don't have to imagine you were not like, oh, what is the last one went for? Because these don't really pop up, right? So you probably had yeah. to just trust your gut a little bit. Yeah, on this, on this one, man, I, and I don't really have a problem talking like, prices and stuff because mm -hmm. a lot of my better stuff i got it so long ago those prices don't even matter yeah. <laughs> like this this stained glass gold i bought that for 425 bucks oh already got it. yeah <laughs> what year was that 2019 or it was, i might have bought it in 2018 or 2019 yeah. but i remember seeing it and i just i just looking at the card through pictures i was like i bet that's a beautiful card in hand like i knew i was familiar with the mojo design from the showcase cards from the 90s and I was like, there's just too much color. I was like, Brady's the center focal point. It's like a stained glass window. I was like, that's just, it just looks special. It's like a piece of art. And uh, and I just, I said, you know what? I, I know this is going to be a pretty card. So I just bought it. And first, at first, the dealer actually had that card, that exact card listed with like two Brady autos in one lot. And huh. the price was really high. And I was like, I didn't want the auto. I just wanted that card. And I'd messaged him, you know, I said, man, would you consider selling just the same glass to me? I'm, you know, they were going to cost more of the autos, and I really wasn't interested in them. And I was like, no, I'm selling them all together. And the next thing you know, that wasn't working out for him. So he he listed it. And he and, and at the time, it's still, it's a steal now. But he said, the lowest I can go on, it's 800 bucks. And because he still had it priced a little high for that time. And I was like, man, I can't, I can't do that. And I, and I offered him like, I think, uh, 650 and um, he wouldn't take it. He said, I'm not going less than 800. I was like, all right. Next thing you know, he put it in an auction and I won it for 425. So, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let's go. When you said 650, I was like, I know where this is going. I've been there before. <laughs> the guy won't budge and then he auctions it and gets hit, just destroyed on it. And you, you win in the end, basically. Yep. Yeah, it worked out. I'm glad it did. <laughs> no, that's awesome. So the first non-Tom Brady card we're going to talk about, and I know there's a bunch more here, is the fourth card on your Mount Rushmore. I was going to yeah. gonna say the card, but I can't spoil it. You got to say what the card That's is. That's okay. Really it's, a, it's a Julian Edelman, uh, 2014 Black Finite. Um, and the cool thing about this one is Julian Edelman's, that's his first time being in a Prism product. So he wasn't in 12 or 13. So that's his first Prism card. And it's the Black Finite. And uh, I do have the rainbow completed on that one. I bought this one a, a long time ago, maybe a hundred bucks for that card, you know, created. But I, uh, I loved it. You uh, know, I, I share a special tie with Julian Edelman. He and I were actually born on the exact same day. Wow. We're not, we don't just have the same birthday, but we're born on the same day. So that's pretty cool. And he's happened to be my, my favorite receiver of uh, that Tom Brady ever had. Um, so I like him a lot. So I was just, I love that card, man. 2014 is just so sweet too. I mean, the the, the cards like entirely color, basically. I like the fact that there's no like blurred out field in the background on this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's an awesome card. I'm something, glad to have it. Something that always surprises me too. I was going to throw this out there. I I've watched like Edelman stuff sometimes like, you know, like, I don't know if it's just like a random gold prism. I'm like, Oh, I'll just see how this does. His stuff does pretty well. I'm like pleasantly oh, surprised does. by that. I would love to buy more of it, but for that reason, it's it kind of goes a little higher than I would want to pay because I'd probably want to put it into something else that I collect. But uh, I would love to get more. But yeah, it does go high. And I'll be honest, when I look for like nice Edelman cards to try to add more, 
there, he really doesn't have a lot of cool cards. Like, he has cool cards. No disrespect because he has them. But there's just not a lot of them. Not like there are other players. So I think that might be one reason when those good cards do pop up, they go for a pretty penny. Oh, that totally makes sense. That's cool. awesome. Yeah. All right. So now we got the drum roll. I don't have a sound effect, but we'll pretend I do here. Um, so again, we're jumping into the Mount Rushmore right away because I feel like these cards that we're about to show and talk about lead to a lot of other discussions that I want to get to with your collecting. So first off, we have a card that is just freaking awesome. So I'd love to hear more about this one here. Thank you, man. This is my my 2012 Topps Finest uh, Tom Brady Super Fractor. <clears throat> I bought this card before he won the four, uh, the four Super Bowls. So he only had three Super Bowls at the time. And uh, I picked this up. The cool story with this one was um, I had never um, paid a whole lot of money for a car. I think the most I ever paid for a car was the 200 bucks that, that I paid for that Pistol Pete rookie card I told you about. And uh, I'd always wanted a Super Fractor in my collection, a 101. And um, at the time, it was Tebow Mania, and I was really into uh, Tim Tebow. I have, a, I have a lot of pretty good Tim Tebow cards. And uh, I was really into it. And they had a Tim Tebow Super Fractor that, uh, that popped up on eBay. And I was like, man, I would love that card. It was autographed, had the, the patch on it, it was a rookie card. And then there was also this Tom Brady Super Fractor on there. And uh, I knew they were going to be expensive, and uh, we were we happened to be having a garage sale at the time. And uh, I had a I had because of my uncle, man. I had tons of comments, a lot of, lot of these boxes of comments. I had about like twelve thousand comments, you know, dollar cards, five dollar cards, two dollar cards, penny cards. And uh, I told my wife, I was like, "Why don't you throw those out there?" She put it on the Facebook, you know, two twenty five or best offer. Someone responded real quick. They said, "Hey, would you take two hundred? And I said, sure. And uh, so I, I sold them for 200 bucks and I told myself, I'm going to take $100 and I'm going to put with that 200 and I'm going to get a Super Fractor one way or the other. And uh, my first priority was to get that Tebow. And that night that Tebow was ending and it jumped to like 700 something dollars. Oh and my I was gosh. Like, oh. <laughs> I was like, that, forget that. I was like, I'm tapped out at 300. I've never paid that kind of money for a card. I was really nervous about doing it. And I was like, well, that Brady's still sitting there. And uh, I think it was like 350 OBO. And uh, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I tell you what, man, I, I was, the guy was like, look, the lowest I can go is 300. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. And uh, so I got it for 300 bucks and I'll raise the money. Basically, I traded a bunch of comments <laughs> for that one. And uh, I love it. That Tim, that Tim Tebow, I'm so glad it didn't work out. That would be, I would never live that down. I probably wouldn't even want to collect if that would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny you meanwhile the tebow is probably worth about the same or maybe slightly more and the brady's definitely accrued some value i would say over time maybe a little bit absolutely absolutely so so it's it a, a very direct question how in the hell did you not sell this at any point like how did you like as someone who collects loves a player what mindset were you in that allowed you to keep it to this point i feel like a lot of us would have seen even probably four or five years ago, what these go for. And, you know, if it's a lot more than what we paid, some people would probably just sell it. So you've held on. I'd love to hear that mindset there. Absolutely, man. I, well, long story short is I'm, I'm a collector at heart. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have been to see that pack you showed earlier. 1996, I was a nine-year-old kid buying a pack of cards. And I didn't have to have expensive cards. I bought 97-cent packs. You know, that Brett Favre card was worth $2.50 in the Beckett. You know, so I didn't need like expensive cards. I just liked cards because they were cards and they're my favorite players. And I've never changed. You know, a lot of the hobby has grown a lot in the recent years. And a lot of it, uh, many people do collect, um, you know, like yourself. And then some people, they, they don't really care about the cards as much, um, at least not from my observation, not the way that they change hands. Some of these great cards, because, man, when you get something that's special, you got to hold on to it. And I kind of said something the other day i was like you, you you when you have treasure you only trade it for other treasure you never you never trade it for things that aren't special when you have something rare and you're considering moving it my advice make sure you get something very rare unique and special in return you know you don't want to give up something that's rare because those cards are, are hard to come by they're, they're special and uh and i and i knew that i'm a collector at heart i'd never really cared about like the money maybe one day when i'm like much older and you know, it might really impact my life, but I don't, I don't see 10, 20, $30,000. I don't see that like really impacting my life too much right now. Um, and uh, I just love the cards. I'm, I enjoy having it. And I think too, I feel like I was thinking about this the other day. Like I feel, you know, when I think about my, my family and my wife and my little boy, 
I feel like <clears throat> some sort of responsibility to take care of these cards and make mm -hmm. sure that you don't just let them go and uh, don't get taken advantage of and lose them. You know, you got to hang on to it for not just for your collection as a collector, but to kind of look out for your family in a way. When you say, I'd love to um, ask a little more on this, if you don't mind, when you say that 10, 20, 30 won't, you know, affect your life, is that a ton you said or something like that? Is that because you have such a mindset of gratitude and like you feel like you have what you want? Is that, you know what I mean? Like I run into this sometimes, I'll put context here where I've accrued all these really awesome cards and, you know, again, selling quite a few of them would make a huge, you know, we go on a lavish vacation, buy a, I don't know, a fancy car. Right. But like, to me, that's just not that appealing right now. I'd rather, <laughs> you know, do the trips that are affordable. We have fun with, you know, it doesn't have to be yeah. this crazy cruise or something. Are you similar in that mindset? Oh, I am, man. I've, I always say like, you know, people like, man, if I had a million dollars or, you know, if I won the lottery, man, I'd probably still be driving my truck. Like yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't need to go have this like big mansion and just give me a piece of land you know, and, uh, I keep driving my truck and I'm a pretty simple person. So yeah, those sort of things don't appeal to me, appeal to me. I don't need a big Rolex, you know, sell this and go get a watch. Like I don't need to do things like that. So I'm real content with having that car. <laughs> That's so. awesome. That's really cool. I, I appreciate you sharing there there. I got to ask too. So you gave me an image here. It looks like it says, I'm going to read this. So it's, it looks yeah. like a web web article. It says 2012 tops finest Tom Brady, super fractor, one of one pulled by Mike. Do you know who yeah. Mike is or where this came from? I have no idea. I think it was some card shop in California. And I love like the origin of a card and like like the history of who all has owned it and things like that. And I've had this card for such a long time that um, I had it been around like 2014. It came out 2012. There may have only been one or two other owners before me, you know. So, yeah, I happened to see this um, this picture online on some card shop website and i was like that's pretty cool that's my card before it was graded and some guy named mike pulled it you know i would love to talk to the guy and hear more about that what that day was like well, if he sees this video but yeah. yeah mike deserves a beer or a nice steak dinner or something sometime. absolutely mike yeah, if you're listening give us a holler <laughs> for sure man that's really awesome. So I'll jump over to the next slide. This ties yep. to this card still. And again, that's why I want oh, to yeah. talk about Mount Rushmore because there's just so much cool stuff in your collection. So what are we looking at here? Okay. What you're looking at here is you're looking at that superfractor in the middle. You're looking at the complete rainbow. Um, the superfractor is a, is a BGS 9 grade. The rest of the rainbow is all PSA 10, including the, the number to 10 uh, Pulsar version. And then, but I think what really makes this rainbow unique is that it doesn't just end with the, the, the paper cards. I actually was able to acquire all four of the printing plates that were used to make the superfractor and the rainbow, um, which is pretty cool. I, I've never seen that in another collection, at least not with Tom Brady. You know, and um, I'm, you know, I I can't believe that it happened. To be honest with you, I just really. <laughs> Um, I had the superfractor and I happened to see a printing plate on eBay and I was like, that'd be cool to have one of the printing plates. <clears throat> so I, so I just bought it. And then I'll, next thing I knew, there was another one, uh, on Amazon of all places. I think that's where the blue one came from. I was like, look, there's another one of those printing plates. I was like, let me go ahead and grab that one. And, uh, then maybe a year or two later, the yellow one popped up. And, uh, from the time I got the superfractor to the time I got the final printing plate, the black one. It was seven years, Wow! you know, so in seven, it took me seven years to put it all together. And, uh, man, so I, I got the first three pl plates pretty quick. And then next thing you know, about four or five years passed. And I'm like, where's that black plate? And that was one of my save searches on eBay. I'm like, man, you know, every time a Brady plate would get posted, I was like, is it the black, you know, finest? And one day I was outside. I was like, after church, I was grilling some lunch. And I was like checking my phone while the meat was cooking. And I was like, you're, I couldn't believe it, dude. I, I about <laughs> fell over. I'm like, I see the black printing plate sitting on eBay. It just got posted. I clicked buy now as fast as I could. And uh, I was like, I, I couldn't believe it. I went inside. I was like, told my wife, you're not going to believe this. She's like, what? Did you burn yourself? I'm like, no. I was like, the black, the black printing plate. You know, I was just like shocked and uh, <clears throat> couldn't believe it. Does and your wife uh, so, know what black print, printing plate means when you say that out loud? Did she know that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she knew it, man. I talk about how cool it would be if I could just find that last plate. So, that's funny. Yeah, she knew. Yeah, I share that with her. And uh, I, uh, so I messaged the seller like after it said shipped and I knew it was on its way. So he wouldn't hold it back. And I said, Hey man, I said, how long have you had that, that printing plate? And uh, 
He says, I'm actually selling a collection for uh, this lady that I know. Her husband passed away. He was a collector, and she asked me to sell his cards for him. And I was like, man. I was like, you're not going to believe this. And I, and I sent him a picture of the, the rainbow, the super fragment, explained it to him a little bit. And I showed him the other three plates. I said, I've been looking for that plate, you know, since I started this thing. I was like, you know, seven years. And he was like, no way. And uh, he shared the story with her. And she said, he said that she was just so glad to, to hear that. And I'd posted a video on YouTube, like showing it and explaining it. And I sent it to him. He was going to, supposedly he like sent her the link so she could watch it. Cause I kind of go through that story with it. But, um, yeah, man, that's, that's so incredible. In the seven year span, there's people who will have an entire hobby lifespan. Meanwhile, you're collecting one set during that time and adding pieces the whole time. Like just crazy. Like seven years is so long in this hobby. It really is. That's <laughs> so impressive that you stuck with it. Thank you, man. Thank you. I guess that ties too with the super. I mean, again, another example of if you had sold the super, Oh my gosh, how disappointing would that have been? I've seen the oh, last no, Cause man, this is like, it's, I, like I said, I can't believe I did that. It's it's my favorite part of my collection, just the time effort put into it. I've never seen another one, you know, and printing plates by themselves with no super like that's it's really not a big deal. Like, I don't really look at them twice, but like just the fact that it's all together, mm-hmm. um, it's just really neat. It's a, it's beautiful. I hope this is framed or something. Well, I'm sure it's not framed. You can't just have these sitting out. But no, you know. as much as I would love to do that, I, I, it's it's too much of a risk to do that. Yeah, certainly. Awesome. So let's jump over to the next card in your Mount Rushmore. Well, I should say cards because this is a 1A or sorry, 3A, 3B, I guess here. What do we yeah. got here? A1, uh, A2. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, I'm, I'm glad you let me do this because like I told you when you messaged me, say, man, this is like choosing children. I was <laughs> like, you know, asking to pick one of these and they do kind of go together. Um, man, I, these are the, you're looking at the, the tops finest mosaic refractors. Um, it's the 2010 and the 2011, you know, Tom Brady mosaic refractors. Um, I've, I've gotten the, uh, the 2010 one early on. And the moment I saw that card in hand, it was beautiful. It was my favorite refractor. I saw from that moment to this day, I've never, like, I don't think in my opinion, I don't think there's a better looking shiny card than those mosaic refractors. You know, they've got to be pretty good if Panini was willing to make a whole product line called Mosaic. That's, you know, I'll <laughs> leave it at that. But um, they're beautiful. And uh, ever since I got the the first one, which I paid a couple, like around like 200 something bucks for it. Like ever since I got that one, I'd wanted the, the 2011 to pair with it. I, I really saw those as like a pairing um, to be nice. Uh, they would look nice together. And uh, man, I, I mean... I forget when I got that that 2010 one, but it, it probably was around maybe 2013, 2014, you know, not long after I got the Super Fractor. And so from that time to last December of 2022, I'd never seen uh, the 2011 available for sale. Wow. Like, I, I know where a couple are in collections, but, like, in terms of, like, being a public sale on eBay, I was unaware of it. I've never seen it. And uh, I know that one of the ones they were, they picked it up at a show, so that made sense. I, and I never saw it, but um. So when this one was posted, the 2011, I was like all in, and I, I really wasn't sure if I was gonna be able to get it. I'd never spent that that kind of money on a card before, and I wasn't sure if I was gonna be able to get it. I thought it was gonna go a little higher than it did, um. But I was gonna give it my best shot. You know, I had uh, the encouragement of one of my buddies, uh, Ben uh, Brooklyn Berry. Uh, oh, he's the man the man he's absolutely. awesome dude like yeah. we we go way back he he used to collect tom brady i don't know if you know, you know i, I did not know he did he, he dabbled in it and was like man i, I want to go and he, he transferred it into lt but um so yeah we go back and uh he man he's he was a great encouragement to me he was like caleb he was like this might be your only shot at that card and awesome there's only four of those that have been graded yep. um since 2011 so there's only four graded copies i mean are the other six in packs i don't know and uh, <laughs> so I was like, you're right, man. I, I've got to give him a best shot. So I started selling stuff immediately, and uh, I was able to get it. Fortunately, it was his last season. They were like three and five at the time. I was like, hey, this might help me get this card a little cheaper. I was like, it's a PSA 8. That might help me get this card a little cheaper. And uh, it just kind of worked out. And uh, I was stoked to get that. I was shocked when I won it. I was like, I can't believe I actually won it for that. <laughs> and uh, so I ended uh, so I, again, I messaged the seller. I was like, "Man, I've been looking for one of these for years." I was like, "Have, have you owned this card?" He bought the uh, he bought the 
that card in a collection that he paid two hundred dollars for. <laughs> there was a he said there was a Steph Curry like I think refractor rookie card in it, tops chrome. And that was in there, and he said this mosaic. And I paid a good amount of money for this one. Anybody can go look it up. But um, he said he said those were in a collection that he bought for two hundred dollars, and he sat on it for a couple of years. That Brady was raw for a couple of years, and then he had it graded to to list on eBay. I was he's, like, man, these gold. collectors have cards that have just been placed like little Easter eggs, just waiting for you, like <laughs> for a yep. very long time. <laughs> That's funny. So I got to ask too, and I'll throw this out there, Caleb. I'm already appreciating how, how let's put it this way. Like I, like, again, I mentioned, I found these sets very recently and I still feel like they're popular, but like the mainstream hobby, I don't feel like this is something people see very often or even know is out there. How the heck did you catch on to these sets and find these hidden gems? Like what kind of mindset do you have when you're looking like, I love a player, Let's find what's rare and scarce and hard to find. Like, how did you even come across these? Maybe that's a better way to put this. It's it's crazy. I've got to I've, I've, I've toot my horn on my memory. i got a pretty good memory. Like, when I see something, <clears throat> I remember it very well. I remember numbers very well, and I remember, like, things that I see very well, a good visual memory. And I remember just seeing a random YouTube video one day of some guy opening, um, I think it was, uh, it was 2011, um, top's finest and he pulled a steven jackson mosaic refractor and he just showed it he's like oh cool this one's numbered to 10 and that seed was planted you know <laughs> back in 2011 and then fast forward to the time i started hunting for that brady when i knew there was one that existed of him i was like i remember that was a good looking card and i was like let me see if i can find a brady so it was just uh, kind of always on my list of like cards to find and uh one came available and i just pulled the trigger on it you know and uh and you held yeah. on to it for all these years. That's again the key theme yeah. so far. You held on to it all these years, and now you have this awesome pairing. Mm-hmm. That I, I'd, how many people have this pairing? Do you know if there's anyone else who have both? I, I do know where another pair is. Okay. I might be the only other one. Wow. And uh, what's unique is kind of too their pairing. Uh, you know, for it was it's numbered. They have the number one, uh, one of ten of each of theirs. Wow. And mine, I have the three of ten of each of mine. So it was kind of weird how both our pairings actually shared. Uh, same serial numbers. So that was That's awesome. Cool. But yeah, nice. it kind of goes back to what you, what I said earlier is like when you have some like like I said that that uh, 2011 one only four have been graded. I've never seen one available in public for sale until that one. And it's like that shows you like when you have something that's special, you've got to hang on to it because you're probably if, unless you unless it's just something you don't want. But again, if you do move it, you need to make sure you get something equally special back for it. That's kind of how I like to roll with it. Awesome advice. So next slide here, we have two different cards that are both absolutely incredible. Yet again, uh, could you dive into the first one there on the left? Yeah, the, that one, that's one of my favorites, man. That's the, the 2018. You saw the gold mojo earlier, number to 10. This is the black finite uh, super fractor, um, uh, black finite uh, stained glass. Uh, Essentially Brady. a super fractor though. I mean, it's a one-on-one. We'll, yeah, we'll, just, one-on-one. we'll just swap those words around. Absolutely. And, uh, man, I love that card. It's beautiful. Again, it's a work of art. I never imagined owning that. Um, and I was able to acquire it through a trade, you know, um, a very long time ago. I forget when. It might have been 2018, 2019, maybe. It was before the before the pandemic, for sure. And uh, one of my buddies uh, had it. Um, TB12 Gems, uh, David, super good guy. Like, again, another Brady collector that I, I really connected with, like, early on when I first got into Brady and I had the super fractor, I guess that kind of caught his eye and we always talked, man. And he was just always encouraging and supportive, super good guy and an unbelievable collection. Like he's some of the cards that he has and has passed through his hands are just some of the best I've seen. And um, I remember when I saw the gold one that I had, I was like, man, it would be so cool to get that black finite. Like I I just want to see what it looks like. And uh, I never, I didn't know he had it. I didn't have a matter of fact, I hadn't even built a relationship with him yet. And um, he um, he was just showing me some of his collection. And there it was. It was raw in his collection. And I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I couldn't even ask to pursue that card. I, I, I really don't trade a whole lot, you know, um, starting to try to do that more now. But um, I, uh, I I didn't ask him about it. But in the back of my mind, it would just been a dream card. And, um, and I had a, a card that that he had mentioned several times that he really liked. And, um, and then, man, he had this card graded and he had, it might've been about a year or two later, probably 
probably closer to two years later, I built up the courage to ask them. And I was like, man, what have you got to lose? And I just, you know, I just kind of asked, I said, man, would you be, would you ever be willing to, you know, move that? I said, I'd, I'd offer you this card and, and this money. And uh, we were able to work out the deal. And uh, man, I can't thank him enough because I, I love that card. It's, it's, it's beautiful. I love the black on the sides because, because the black is just kind of like a plain black. And then you have the mosaic design in the middle. It reminds me it's like you were in a church and the lights were off and it's black. And the only light you see is the light coming through the window. So it has a different effect. And that's another thing that I'm drawn to by that, that 2018 stained glass set is like you have the three parallels, the base, the gold, and the black finite. And each one is completely different. Like this, they're not just different color. They're different like texture, if you will. But like the silver is just a smooth silver. The gold is just explosive color, you know, with the, with the mojo design. And then the black finite just really has this true window effect with that black border on the sides. And I love it. The funny thing is so many people are like, including myself are seeing this card and thinking, wow, that would be insane to own. And we're never going to get it. You have it. <laughs> it's so funny. It's got to be the most realistic looking stained glass window design, right? Like I I'm seeing this too. And immediately, yeah, it does remind me of being in like a church or a cathedral. Is this the most realistic looking design you would say on one of these? Cause it gets kind of yeah. cartoonish later on. I would say it's more like cartoonish. It's just a part of the background. It's not even like a, like a window really. Yeah. I, I, I would absolutely agree with that. Yeah. It's definitely, to me, in my opinion, it's definitely the 2018 one is the one that does have the, the real feel of stained glass window. Awesome. All right. Fourth card here. I'd love to hear about this one. I, I, I don't think I saw this at the national. You didn't have this with, did you? No, I didn't. I wouldn't bring okay. that one with me. I was going to say, for some reason, it's like, <laughs> I feel like I've seen this. At, oh, maybe someone else had one at the show. Actually, there was another one at the show. They That's did. where I saw this. Okay, someone yeah, had yeah. it in the showcase. And yep. uh, I tried to, it, it was just a little bit more uh, trade than I was willing to make for it. But uh, now that I don't think it might be worth that, just not not for me mm-hmm. at that at this time. And, uh, and I already had one. I was just thinking, hey, it'd be cool to have two, you know, yep. but it didn't work out. That's okay. Um. But yeah, I have this one. Um, I got this from a, a really good friend too, um, Brandon. Uh, I want to share the name right. Uh, 2014 totally certified die cut on IG. Awesome person, man. Um, unbelievable collection. And uh, man, I saw his collection. He he primarily does basketball, and he and he posts he posts a lot of cards of this set. And um, I've always admired his set even though i never collected basketball at the time because i just thought these 2014 totally certified cards were just beautiful and i said man i said i would love to have a brady uh of that of that card and he had the gold to five and that's about as good as it's gonna get for me with these and uh and i was like man i said and i'm just you know built a relationship with him you know was trying to learn the set and he taught me a, a lot and uh i actually bought the blue one from him he had a blue one and i bought that from him those and, are out uh, of 10 or those out the, of 10? yes the blues to 10 that's correct and uh and i asked him about the gold i said man would you ever be willing to part with the gold and i kind of wanted watching his collection really made me want to dive into the set and just go all in on it um but for me it was going to be personally just how I, I am as a collector it was going to be hard for me to do that if i didn't have the brady gold because like i was like that's a huge gap i know it's the, the main card i would want and i was like it's always going to be missing you know, it'd be kind of like trying to build a rainbow without having the super factor first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's like there you build it, and then there's like this gap forever. You know, and, and if you're fortunate enough, you can get the super. But um, I felt like there's gonna be a big gap missing with this one, even though there is a one of one version. But and uh, over time, you know, he was kind of back and forth on it. He's like, I, I'm not sure if I want to do it. And then he messaged me and said, you know, I'm thinking about thinking about selling it to you. And he's like, I'm not so sure. And then. <laughs> And finally, one day he was, he was, he felt a little bit more sure about it. And uh, we made the deal for this one and then several others, the, the Peyton Manning gold, you know, the Eli gold, like several other golds. And, um, you know, and I was so thankful and I'm so appreciative of it because, uh, man, it's one of my favorite cars. I mean, it's on my Mount Rushmore on your show. So to me, that says a lot because, you know, I can only pick four and that's one of them. I love that card. Is it amazing to see how many of these cards tie to you building a relationship and then time passes, you get to know the person, you learn from them, and then a card comes out of it, which I'm imagining isn't even obviously isn't your intention behind building the relationship, no, but it's a cool part of this whole hobby, essentially. Absolutely, because that, that stained glass, I didn't even know David had that card. Yep. You know, he was just so positive and uplifting about my collection, and I admired 
the heck out of his collection. It was just unreal. And, uh, you know, it just happened. <laughs> good things happen. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I noticed you had the, the close-up photo there, too. And I'd point out just the thing that really drew me to this card was uh, just the, the texture. These cards do have a texture to them. And uh, the, they, they shine like nothing I've ever seen before. Um, and I've always been a refractor guy. That dates back to when I was a little kid buying the no-name refractors for a buck, you know. Um, I like shiny stuff, and I can tell you, like, this set is beautiful, and, like, there's nothing that shines like these, and, and especially the golds. The golds just – I find that the lighter, the colored versions of these, like the gold, they just – they bring out so much color. So just wanted to throw that out there, and that's what draws me to this card amazing yeah i love seeing the texture to it too like you said it's interesting these cards actually have like dimension like yeah imagine you can feel this if you touch the card yeah okay yeah and that's the thing that makes it different from a refractor it's like it has the shine but then you throw the texture in it too and it's just a, a totally different effect you just don't see that a lot today you know or even in the past really i mean most of the refractors are under smooth surfaces so it's just it's definitely different that's a good point outside of like some die cuts or something. I'm trying to think of like an example that's like has a toucher feel, but that is also a refractor. That's the hard part. Like you said. Yeah. So the next thing I was going to dive into here, Caleb, uh, I had to ask about this when I saw you post this fairly recently. Mm -hmm. So you had mentioned obviously having Brady in some of these sets and it looks like now you're kind of going after some pairings with a player who is very, very big in Brady's career, obviously is Rob Gronkowski yeah. here. Can you tell me more a little bit about these pairings and, you know, obviously mention the cards here that I have shown? Yes. Uh, the first one you see is the the, the Super Fractor Brady again. And uh, you see the Gronk that I recently got, like right before National. It was part of my National budget that I raised. And uh, I just, I, I was my, it was my plan to buy it after the National if I didn't see anything there. Because uh, it had been on eBay a little while. And, um, and I felt comfortable with the price, I, just doing some research on some other recent sales. I was like, you know, the price really isn't too bad. And um, so uh, that was my plan. But I started to feel a little uncomfortable that if I didn't get it before the, uh, the national that someone else would. So I was like, I just pulled the trigger on it. Because I knew that once it was gone, I would never be able to repair that with that Brady again. And, uh, and, I, and I love Gronk, man. Gronk and Edelman, they're just... Awesome. The, the story with the, you know, Brady, with Gronk, he wins three Super Bowls. Gronk retires. Brady goes to Tampa, says, hey, man, why don't you come play in Tampa with me? And and Gronk jumps on board with him, and they go win a fourth Super Bowl. I mean, dude, that's like a storybook fairy tale. Like, this is just something like that that happens. So I feel good about collecting Gronk. Just, just a strong connection with Brady, obviously. So Yeah, it's like uh, you take it for granted how casual it happened, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And then the second pairing here, this set's really neat. I, I've never really collected the set, but obviously a lot of people really love it. So what do we have here? That's the 2012 um, Contenders Cracked Ice. And as we mentioned earlier, you know, just sets that existed while Brady was a rookie. And Contenders is one of those sets for his most iconic rookie card, you know, with the champ ticket. And um, But then you have Contenders in 2012. But what makes that one unique is that was the first time Contenders did the Cracked Ice. So I, I think, look, I can't collect everything, but if I was going to collect something else, just like I do 2014 totally certified, I'd be picking up the 2012 veterans of, of cracked ice. And I'm starting to see a lot of people do that. And I think that's a, that's a great set to collect. And uh, I have, I made sure I got the Brady for that reason. I don't have all the cracked ice. I only have one other Brady cracked ice, but I felt like a long time ago that that 2012 cracked ice was going to be important. I remember actually setting an alarm to wake me up in the middle of the night because it ended at a weird time, like midnight or something, and so I could wake up and win that auction. You know, woke up, put in my number, sniped it. This is kind of how I do it, and I was fortunate enough to win it for a couple hundred bucks. You know, <laughs> I think I won that for about like four hundred dollars. You know, so that's insane. Yeah, and then uh, and so and I always thought it'd be cool to get the Gronk. I saw a Gronk posted a long time ago, but it was like it was like creased, so I didn't I didn't pick it up. And uh, a couple years ago. And then this one, uh, Chico, has an unbelievable um, Gronk collection on IG. And uh, he posted this one up for sale for an awesome price. So I was like, dude, I'll, I, you know, messaged him right away and grabbed it to pair with the Brady. And, uh, yeah. So I, I don't want to, like, get, like, every Gronk card. But, like, where there's – but the cards that I, that I, I feel are really special – and ones that pair to some of my more special Brady's that I absolutely would like to do that. 
It's funny how you say that because that's I've been running through that same mindset of like I've been grabbing all these different players, but what I find is really sticky. Like I'll buy some cards, then I'm like, eh, I don't know. I think I'll let this one go or trade it. And then I have these ones that just stick so strongly. And it's funny how I'm realizing, like you just said, it's because specifically I have another card for another player that I it took me forever to find. Like these yeah. like 98 atomic refractor out of Bowman's best. Like I have the Charles Woodson in a 10. I just Those got the awful. Moss and they like, it sticks so strongly because I have both players. It's like, I would never let go of the Moss because I have this Woodson <laughs> that I'm never going to get again. Right. It's like kind of interesting yeah. how that works. I love that. Again, can't collect it all, but if I could, man, that would be another set. I love those nineteen. Uh, that's that's the original cracked ice, would it not be? I, I think so, right? I, I don't know. It's definitely the design. I don't know yeah, if it was out before that. Right here, yep. I just got in horrible lighting, but yeah, I mean, this is yeah. You're right on the cracked ice. I was trying to think. I was like, it's definitely cracked ice, no? And it, yeah. yeah, it definitely <laughs> is. That's amazing. Same design, yeah, just different name. You just have great taste in cards, man. I gotta say that. I, I appreciate that. Know. I think the same of your cards. Every time you post stuff, and, and you're newer into the collecting, correct, man? That's that's like veteran taste, man. You, if you weren't learned very quickly, like you, I mean, you pick up some awesome, unbelievable cards. So, well, thank you. Yeah, and it helps Welcome having you me. and other guys to learn from, and just kind of you know, see what it what a true long term collector is. What are they holding <laughs> on to and grabbing? I mean, if we're not doing that, I don't know what we're. You know, I, I just think that's such an obvious thing to do. Yeah. And stuff that clicks with you, obviously. You have to like the cards you're adding, of course. Absolutely. So we have a crazy one here. This is a pairing that ties to that, you know, 14 Brady you had just shown a second ago. What do we got here? Definitely, man. Um, this is a, again, this comes from the 2014 Totally Certified. It's the Brady Gold. Again, another card that was special to me. And uh, it's it's as close of a pairing as I'm going to get. I, I'm I'll go ahead and put money that I'll probably never own the Brady one of one. I've never <laughs> seen it. I don't know if anyone's actually seen it. I've heard rumors, but I don't know. Um, so, but I was able to get the, the Gronk, um, green one of one from the set. Um, I guess that was earlier this year and, um, very thankful to have won that auction. And, um, and I will, I guess we'll talk more about that set in a minute, but it, it does, it pairs, it pairs nicely with the Brady, you know, and I do have, uh, a, a true color pairing right here with the Gronk red and the Brady red, uh, from the set and I'm holding up, but, um, but yeah, that's definitely the rarest right there. I'm not sure if I'll ever get the Gronk gold. You know, it's just usually, man, when I see a gold from the set, I only see it one time and I never see it again. Like another copy of it. I can't, like, I can count on like one hand how many times I've seen like two golds of one player. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, so. Well, I can't even imagine how many, like you, uh, you mentioned about how, what was the other one you mentioned about there be, being 10 and you've only seen, what was There's that? There's only been four graded copies of that 2011 mosaic. Yeah, the there you go. BGS. So I think it's, I mean, it's got to be some, years. wouldn't you say it's some part of the fact that these sets at the time weren't like overly like everyone, no one knew what they had at the time, really? Would you say the same for this set as well? Maybe. Yeah, maybe so. I imagine there's a lot of mirrors sitting in boxes. Not necessarily, it's really not a great product, you know? Um, you know and <laughs> it's like, because man, when you watch people open those boxes online, that's why I would never touch box. People just, man, they get, screwed like bond those boxes they open them up and there's like not even a mirror in a box i've seen people open cases and hit maybe one mirror and wow. it's like it's like in, in football basketball it's a little more common but um i mean it's not worth the risk i mean you're just burning hundred dollar bills so speaking of burning hundred dollar bills we have another photo <laughs> here uh you gave me so i think you know you had mentioned sharing this photo because i think it touches on the fact that you know, you kind of get to explore another sport because you fall in love with the set and then you find another yeah. sport through it as well. Could you touch on this a little more? Absolutely. So, um, and I, you want me to touch on, uh, I guess I'll touch on first, um, how it brought me to basketball and then we could talk maybe the details of the Yeah, set. go for it. Go for okay. it. So like, yes, I, I started picking them up in football. Thanks to Brandon. Brandon really kickstarted me with a lot of the key goals, uh, mainly the Brady. And, um, and at, at that point I was like, I'm, I'm all in, you know, and I just started picking up all the, different uh star players that i could find and they were so cheap man to compared to what many of them are selling for now i'm picking these up for like under 10 bucks a piece a lot of these wow. and um but then the water started to get dry and uh i kind of like bought up a lot of what was on ebay and other player and other collectors too and then it's like everybody's like waiting in their seats for like the next one to get posted and it's like a bid war or like you get snatched up in like a couple seconds if it's like a buy it now of a star player, 
and um, it's it's gotten extremely competitive. And um, I, I kind of noticed that, and I heard guys saying, you know, I'm going to start picking up the the no name players of this set. You know, I just I just love the set so much. And my thinking was like, well, basketball, a lot of these stars are still available, um, and I would rather pick up some of these star basketball players than the no name linemen football players. You know, so that was my move, and I kind of kept it to myself for a little while, and uh, and then I just started like picking them up in basketball. I just felt like that was the, the, the best move to make. So could you explain maybe a little bit here? Um, you know, you're talking about going over and picking up, you know, some basketball players. How, how do you set boundaries here? Are you picking up certain parallels or only certain players, any parallel? Like how, what were the boundaries for yourself there? Oh, definitely. And I might backtrack a tad. And the reason I moved into basketball is just because I love the set so much. And like, I wasn't, I was, I'm waiting for them to pop up for football and I couldn't get them. So I was like, I just wanted more of them. And I was like, let's go get some basketball. So I was kind of my thinking. So my strategy with it was really just same thing, picking up like I did with football, the star players, I'd pick up the star players in basketball, you know, and I'm not one to have to have every player, every color parallel, you know, if the price is right. Um, you know, and, um, you know, I like the player. The player has some sort of, like, stardom to them. In their career, I pick them up. Yeah. Could you give a quick run-through of the roster we have here, The maybe list the player and the parallel that we have shown here? Maybe the numbering, too, would be super helpful because I know this is different yes. in sets as well. Absolutely, because it is different for football and basketball. I'll start with the football at the top. I'll, I'll go with the top right, the, the Brady Red. Okay, the Reds are the, the most common parallel, and they're only numbered to 25. For football. That's, specifically for okay for football specifically then you have the blues and those are numbered to 10 and then you have the golds number to five and then the greens number to one so in football there's only 41 mirrors of a single player there's wow. only when you look at compared to the whole set of players in football i think there's like about eight thousand mirrors in football and that's it that's all that were produced not many wow less um, than zion williamson base prism yeah yeah and uh yeah they're they're tough to find man um, and then for the basketball, I'll start with the, I guess I should have had that blue after the red. The red is the most common in basketball. Um, and that is number to 135. And then blue is the next. It's number to 74. And then purple. Now they start to get really rare. The purple is number to 25. The gold is number to 10, a little bit different than, than football. And then the greens are number to five. Huh. And then there's actually a black, which I do not own. Um, that are number to one on okay. basketball. And you might be wondering, like, why is it 135, 74? Well, when you add all those up, it actually is a solid, nice-looking number. It's 250. Okay. Yeah, so when you add the 74 and that one of one, it kind of evens things out. It's like when you're in a fancy football league and you have $250 to divvy up through first through fourth <laughs> place and you just come up with random, yep. random numbers. That's kind of it. <laughs> yeah. That's super neat. And another difference in basketball, too, is, like, in the basketball, some players have two poses. So if you awesome. added up the two poses of a player, that could be 500 mirrors for that player, all colors combined, whereas football is 41, that's it. So that's a big difference in rarity. So I can see now why the football, like you said, they dried up. That totally makes sense. I mean, oh, you're okay. talking, I, I understand more clearly now too, what you, when you say you guys were fighting over, I mean, this was minimal amount of cards. There's not just not many available no. to begin with. No, not at all. Oh, that's really cool. So one other photo, well, you have two photos left you shared with me from this set. Mm -hmm. Um, the first of all, first one here is just insane. I see a lot of green. What do we got here? These are most of my greens. Uh, these are my football greens. They're all number to one. Um, I, anytime I can get my hands on a star player, uh, one of one, I like to, I like to grab it because it's going to be your only shot at it. And, uh, and I love the set. So I have the Matt Forte, uh, green one of one, uh, PSA 10. As a matter of fact, I graded all these must actually, oh. I graded all of these except for the uh, Matt Ryan. Okay. Uh, I'll get to, but I have the Matt Forte uh, green. I have the Rob Gronkowski green, uh, the Ben Roethlisberger green. That was the first green I ever picked up a long time ago. And then um, the Matt Ryan green, the Eli Manning green, and the Richard Sherman green. And uh, so cool story with the Eli. I remember we had just moved into our, our new house uh, almost about a year and a half ago now. And I was in the middle of moving and it was a late night, man, when you're running a U-Haul, making two trips. And uh, it was like nine something at night. And I, have, you know, we're moving, so I'm busy. And I knew I was going to get caught up in the moment. So I set a timer on my phone. And I told my wife, I was like, all right, I got to sit. I got to focus. I was about to snipe this Eli. <laughs> and, uh, so I sat down and uh, 
was planning on it all day and I put my bid in to win it in the middle of moving. So I thought that was kind of funny. That's awesome. And you and successfully here too. Thank goodness. I was worried that one, that one was close. (laughs) So then the second slide here, um, you know, is another huge roster. We have, I see a lot of very shiny cards. What do we got here? These are a lot of my golds. Um, I have, I have many other golds, but these are some of my favorite gold quarterbacks. And again, they're all number to five. So super rare. Um, I have the Matt Ryan gold. Um, that's the only one of these golds that I've ever seen two of. Is the oh, Matt and Ryan. you had you had both, right? Uh, yes, I actually made a, a recent uh, uh, sale with uh, Brett stacking slabs because he PCs them, and I felt comfortable moving it to him, and uh, and it helped me get my grind. Uh, super mm-hmm. fracture, so that was cool. Um, and I have the Cam Gold, Cam Newton. I have the Philip Rivers Gold that you see, the Ben Roethlisberger Gold, the Tom Brady Gold, the Peyton Manning Gold, the Drew Brees Gold, and the Eli Manning Gold. So, that's so impressive some of my favorite favorite goals so are these ultra locked away or if i mean oh, i'm not yeah. i'm not i'm not imposing <laughs> telling somebody they should reach out to you but like if you get a crazy player collector do you let it go or only if there's a duplicate pretty much man only only if there's a duplicate i, I just love the set man i'm like so invested in the set uh emotionally like i just love it like they're man i'm telling you when you see when you get to see and hold one of these goals in hands i encourage anyone in the anyone listening they they people say they just hit different they, they do they just hit different they're, they're they're beautiful man like nothing shines like them so they're special and like i told you earlier when you when you feel like something special you hold on to it and i to give this advice too is like even if other people don't realize it's special yet you know i I've, i can think of one time where i moved the card maybe I, I wish i wouldn't have moved because of maybe it was because of people's lack of response to it and I was like, you know, that probably should have been one I should have held on to. Mm-hmm. Um, not super big card, but like, you know, sometimes, it, you, you know, people don't like give you all the, the praise on how great the card is. That doesn't mean it's not special, you know, so you got to use your own judgment and stick to your own gut. Um, you don't have to follow the herd, you know, um, so it's some good advice, you know, trust yourself, even if you're the only one that sees it. Awesome. So Caleb, I'm going to jump over to like a fast five to wrap up here. I'm going to leave the gold photo up. We got to have this up as a background. It's just too pretty looking. Um, so these are typically just quick questions. Anything that comes to mind, you know, the first thing that comes to mind. Oh man. So let's pretend you work for Panini or I guess upper deck and you can go back in time to 2014 certified development and you can create a soccer set or a hockey set. And let's say you later on are going to end up collecting one of these, which would you collect and why? Out of soccer or hockey? Let's pretend, yeah, let's pretend you could have told them to make this set for those sports. Which sport would you have rather than make? Oh man. Oh, that's tough. And maybe you don't have any interest in either. I was just like, Soccer would be pretty cool. I wouldn't mind seeing it at soccer. It'd be pretty cool. When I think of uh, like maybe a messy, with like a mere green background, dude, that would probably be a pretty slick card. Yeah. Perfect. And I would want that one, a green messy. <laughs> the hockey fans <laughs> are going to be mad at you. No, just kidding. Sorry, guys. So second question here, what is your – any any quick tip here on deciding what cards to let go of? Because I know you have traded – or I should say you've had to consolidate a couple times, it sounds like, to move into bigger cards over time. What is your tip to somebody who's looking at their collection and realizes, you know, they have to let go of a few? What do you, how do you do that typically? Sometimes for me, it's hard to, it's hard to, to make that decision when I'm holding those cards that I would move in my hand. So I have to like put myself in the moment. Like if I'm with that person and they put that card on the table and they, and, and they say, Hey, if you hand me that card over, this is yours. I have to imagine that moment. And a lot of times I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll trade that all day for for that card, you know. So I kind of put myself in the moment, and uh, you know, that kind of helps me make that decision. Makes sense. So then, third question here: If you had to deep dive collecting another quarterback besides Brady, why is it Peyton Manning? <laughs> why is it Peyton Manning? I'm just teasing. What would it? Who would it be? <laughs> it probably would be Peyton Manning. <laughs> cool. um, Peyton Manning was one of my favorite players as a kid, man. Matter of fact, I didn't like Brady until I saw the documentary. Yeah, like I said, he already won three Super Bowls. So it was like, and I and I enjoyed and, and admired Brady for the next four. But um, before that, I, I loved Peyton. He was my guy. Yeah, but when I was collecting then, I just didn't have the the pockets to buy expensive, you know, Peyton Manning cards. Um, and when I started spending more on cards, it just happened to be on Tom Brady. But I, I love Peyton Manning. He's got, he's from a great era. 
of cards, some of the best cards that were ever made, in my opinion, the types of cards that I like, they have them of Peyton Manning. You know, so he would definitely, I wouldn't even have to think twice about it. This is funny. I just fished you for compliments on Peyton Manning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I said that anyway, though, man. Good, good. Appreciate it. Um, so fourth, fourth question here: If you could go back in time and attend a Brady Super Bowl, which one would it be? Oh man, the Falcons. Uh, the yeah. either the Falcons or the Seahawks. Those are my two favorites. Um, I love seeing them uh, shut up the Legion of Boom. You know, there's those guys ran their mouths a lot, and uh, Brady gave it to them, and uh, that was awesome. And uh, but yeah, definitely that Falcons Super Bowl. That was awesome. You know, the greatest comeback of all time. I think the biggest deficit anyone ever came back before was by 10 points. And then Brady came back from 25 with like 208 left in the third, 16 minutes left in the game, 25-point deficit. It was just awesome. <laughs> I can't com- – that's the perfect I, – I remember watching that in college vividly, and I was like, the Falcons had just smoked the Packers. So I was like, well, at least if we, at least we're losing to the person that looks like they're going to win the Super Bowl, and that didn't even happen. So, <laughs> and up until things started to happen, it was brutal though to watch. Man, I was yeah. I cannot watch this, and it was hard. I was cheering for James White. So I went to Wisconsin. He's a you know wasn't even a huge name at the school, but he was so damn good on that team. He was awesome. He's one of my favorite Patriots too. I had a couple of, of pretty you know I guess okay. James, I have his uh, Prism Gold uh, rookie. I had oh. I had a super fractor of them. I actually sold that to help get the the, the Gronk super. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Nice. And then fifth and final question: What is an advice? What is some advice you wish you could have given to your former self when you first got, let's say, back into the hobby seriously? What would you have told yourself? Not like a go buy a lottery ticket, or you know, as what I mean, like go buy the set, but just like anything in terms of like developing a collection. What do you wish you could have told yourself? Oh man, that's a that's a tough one. Uh, um i really like what i've always what i like i've always liked so i don't and i've always just kind of stuck to what i've liked so i don't know if i would like change mm-hmm. i just wish i would have been maybe more comfortable spending like a few hundred dollars on a card because i can't tell you how many brady superfractors i saw sell for a couple hundred dollars and same with black finite base cards that everybody spends thousands on those were going for a couple hundred dollars you know five six seven hundred dollars you know, I wish I would have been, um, I guess, more tolerant or um, felt more comfortable with with making purchases of that value because I had the money to do it. I just I didn't I, it wasn't built up in me to, to spend that kind of money yet. I just didn't have a tolerance for it yet. So no. I wish that would have came sooner because I would have had a lot of them. <laughs> Even more crazy than now. But I yeah. I'd say it worked out well. We'll say it worked yeah. out very well. So I appreciate it, Caleb, so much. This was super, super, super fun. I, I knew this was going to be awesome just off the cards you have. And, you know, again, chatting with you at the National and chatting online, it's just like awesome dude, awesome collection. So this is a blast. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. And, like, you're a great guy. I remember when I met you at the National, like, we you know, walked away with my buddies, Hayden and Jonathan. And, uh, man, we just walked away and just, like, that is a nice person. You know, also oh, a good guy. We, we all spoke real highly of you. So it was a good experience meeting you. And um, thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, thanks, man. It's the Wisconsinness in me. I think that's a thing. Yeah. No, <laughs> <just kidding>. <laughs> so where can people get a hold of you if they do want to reach out or have any questions? Absolutely, man. Uh, power Wheels on IG. You know, Power Wheels with two threes for the E's. Um, just Power Wheels. Find me on there. Message me. Uh, love to talk cards. So feel Perfect. free to reach out. That's from uh, from Hot Wheels, right? That's what the name comes from. It was, man. I used to be really into Hot Wheels, and uh, that helped fund some of my national purchases <laughs> as well, selling some Hot Wheels. Uh, oh, cool. And then... Uh, but I just went full on into cards. So I, again, I, th- I think it worked out. So that's perfect. Okay. <laughs> Thanks so much again, Caleb. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, boy.